Dunkin' Cold Coffee can be brewed at home in your Keurig coffee maker with Dunkin' Cold K-Cup pods. Just brew it hot over ice and enjoy flavor that's crafted to serve cold. The home with Dunkin' is where you want to be. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, cruel summer. Extreme heat barrels toward the east, leaving tens of millions on alert for triple-digit highs. Beachgoers in the south facing hot tub conditions. Definitely warmer than usual. So when could it all start to cool down? Al's tracking the latest. Plus, we're kicking it. USA! We are in New Zealand where the fans are going wild for Team USA ahead of the big showdown versus the Netherlands. So will the women score yet another victory? Two-time champion Brandi Chastain breaks it all down. Then going for gold. Today's the day one year out until Paris 2024. And we're celebrating with athletes live on our plaza. We'll take a look at the preps already underway as we get ready to say bonjour to the City of Light. Today, Wednesday, July 26th, 2023. From Fort Myers, Florida. Hi, Mommy and Megan. We start our mornings with today, every day, in San Jose. With my grandma from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. From Fairfield, California. Today's my birthday. Visiting from Garden City, Kansas. Sugar Land, Texas. Brookfield, Tennessee. And Springville, Iowa. It's our first time in New York. From Monroe, Georgia. From Piketon, Ohio. Celebrating our 26th anniversary. From Lexington, South Carolina. Today's my sweet 16th. Happy 16th. I love these big celebrations here. Marking the moment. Happy Wednesday. Savannah's enjoying some time off as we take a look at our very cool crowd outside. Can't wait to visit with them in just a bit. We will get outside in just a few moments, but let's get right to your news at 8 o'clock. First, President Biden's son, Hunter Biden, with a date in federal court in Delaware this morning. He is expected to plead guilty to a pair of misdemeanor charges for failing to pay his taxes on time. And in a deal worked out with the Justice Department, he will also enter a pretrial diversion program to avoid prosecution on a felony gun charge. Prosecutors are expected to seek probation instead of prison time. Meanwhile, House Republicans are still investigating Hunter Biden's business dealings and whether he received preferential treatment in the tax and gun cases. After a pause in June, the Federal Reserve is widely expected to raise interest rates by a quarter of a percentage point this afternoon. That would bring the benchmark rate to a 22-year high. The Fed's been raising rates since last spring, trying to cool down the economy and tame record inflation. Although inflation has slowed down recently in the last few months, it's still well above the Fed's target. So for consumers, what does it mean? Higher interest rates make it more expensive to use credit cards or to take out a mortgage on a car loan. Cities along the East Coast are bracing for the extreme heat that's been gripping the South and the West for nearly a month now. Boston has already declared a heat emergency. Temperatures in New York and in Washington, D.C. are going to soar close to the 100 degree mark. Anybody who is spending any time outdoors is hearing the reminder to stay hydrated and utility companies are asking people to conserve energy as the hot weather demand for electricity puts a huge strain on power grids. Mr. Roker has got the latest numbers for us. Al. That's right, guys. 104 million people under heat advisories. Heat watches 100 
208 actually now uh, from Boston all the way to Burbank. We are looking at now this big heat dome expanding east and north. A heat index of 100 in Minneapolis, 102 in Lubbock, 104 in St. Louis. Then as we get into the weekend, the jet stream is going to dip to the south. And so temperatures will cool here in the northeast after a high in Boston of Friday, 91. Sunday, it'll be down to 70, 78 degrees. New York City, 96 down to 83 on Sunday. St. Louis, 104 on Friday, drops down to 94 degrees on Sunday. So a bit of a break as we get into the northeast. But unfortunately, our friends down south are going to stay in the triple digits and the high 90s. Guys. All right. I will come back to you in just a few moments. Meanwhile, the White House is making some changes after it was revealed that President Biden's doll commander has bitten a number of Secret Service agents. NBC senior White House correspondent Kelly O'Donnell joins us with more on uh, commander's behavior and what's being done about it. Kelly O, good morning. Good morning, Craig. Officials made it clear that Secret Service agents and officers do not handle, walk, or care for presidential pets. That is sometimes done by the staff in the residence. These events, from nips to teeth-marked bites, happened when Commander was about one year old. And importantly, the Secret Service tells me there have been no other biting incidents reported for several months. A rough patch for the first dog, Commander Biden, over a string of newly disclosed biting incidents involving Secret Service agents and officers. The first family is working through ways uh, to make this situation better for everyone. Commander is a nearly two-year-old German shepherd, often spotted on the White House grounds or with his people, including the president. A conservative group, Judicial Watch, sued the Department of Homeland Security to obtain internal Secret Service records related to dog bites and found 10 instances between October of last year and January. From a November 3rd email, one time in the upper right arm and a second bite on the officer's thigh. The White House Medical Unit made the decision to have the officer transported to the hospital. A week later, a memo describes... While First Lady Jill Biden was walking him in the Kennedy Garden, the officer was bitten on the left thigh. Dog behavior expert Laura Sharkey says dogs often bite out of fear or stress, adding Commander's breed is known for being protective. What makes a guard dog a good guard dog is being suspicious of strangers. And I think the White House is probably a uniquely challenging environment. The Secret Service says it takes employee safety extremely seriously. And dog bites are treated like any other workplace injuries. The White House added leash rules and more training. Sharkey says steps to make Commander feel more comfortable could reduce risks. All behavior is changeable. The question is going to be, is it changeable enough in this situation? And the White House says it has added designated areas where commander can run and exercise while making sure personnel who could encounter the dog here know what is commander's turf. Craig? All right. Kelly O'Donnell for us. Kelly O, thank you. Guys, coming up, we have told you about the Back to the Future musical. Something very special happened during yesterday's performance. You're not going to want to miss this. Coming up on Pop Start. Also, World Cup fever alive and well with Team USA back in action later today. What do you say we go to New Zealand and chat with U.S. soccer icon Brandy Chastain? Coming up right after this. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
In life, we're often driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to find candidates isn't to search. It's to match with Indeed. Indeed's a matching and hiring platform used by over 300 million global monthly users. According to Indeed data, need quality candidates fast? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. And you'll connect with candidates in no time. And it's not just faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And here's the best part. Listeners of this show get a $75 sponsored job credit, giving your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. <laughs> Who can forget that? We are back 814 on this Wednesday morning Epic. with an iconic moment. Ah. Brandon Chastain's there. Uh, that World Cup winning goal in the 1999. I'm getting kind of misty. That was such a great epic celebration. And Team USA is hoping to do that whole thing all over again for the third time in a row at this year's World Cup. We're going to talk to Brandy, in fact, in just a moment. Um, but first, NBC's Molly Hunter joins us from New Zealand, where the U.S. women Got a big, big game later tonight. Hey, Molly. Guys, good morning from Wellington, New Zealand, from a raging late night party. I am surrounded by American fans, very excited American fans from the American Outlaws, who cannot wait for that game against the Netherlands. Guys, let's hear it. As temperatures dip here in Wellington, New Zealand, the U.S. women are gearing up for tonight's big game against the Netherlands, marching towards that history-making goal, a third straight World Cup title. In their first-round victory against Vietnam, eight U.S. players, including six starters, made their World Cup debuts, including superstar forward 22-year-old Sophia Smith scoring two goals. Veteran co-captain Alex Morgan saying afterwards, there's clearly room to grow. I think we saw a lot of glimpses of um, our potential, um, but I feel like we weren't always clicking on the field. We caught up with the youngest player on the American team, 18-year-old Alyssa Thompson, who saw her first World Cup minutes in the second half. This has been a dream for me since I can remember. So being here and just being on this team with a bunch of players that I've always looked up to has been so amazing. Now the U.S. team traveling to their second New Zealand city for a much-anticipated second match. This may be the windiest spot in all of Wellington, New Zealand, but what a view. You can see the entire city. You can even see that stadium where the U.S. will play the Netherlands. We've run into American fans who have traveled so far and wide to cheer on their team. I'm sorry, you said what? The winter? Yeah, yeah. This, this wind is brutal. Oh, it's freezing. Underneath those layers, Mitchell says he's sporting a Rose Lavelle jersey. The 28-year-old midfielder telling reporters today she's excited for a fun second match. They have a lot of different threats. I think they're technical, um, good on set pieces, so I think um, it's going to be a tough game. The two teams are familiar. The Americans beat the Dutch 2-0 to win the 2019 World Cup and again at the 2021 Tokyo Olympics in dramatic penalty kicks. And on her youngest teammates, Lavelle is full of respect. We have 14 like new players to a World Cup, but I think they're 14 really, really freaking good players. 
Now, did I mention it was late at night here in Wellington? We also just learned that U.S. Secretary of State Tony Blinken is in town. He met with the team. He'll be at the game tomorrow. But he's not going to be the only one at the game tomorrow. No. We love you. We love you. We love you. And where you go, Okay, if you're not pumped up Come now, on. okay, I know someone who's going to pump us up a little more. How about this? Let's welcome in U.S. soccer legend and two-time <laughs> Women's World Cup champion, our friend Brandy Chastain. Brandy, I can only imagine your heart's pounding for that this team. You know what it's like. What do you think they are going through right now as they approach tonight's game? This is a one-game situation, thinking about, you know, what are the things that they need to let into their focus and what they need to stay outside. All the tools that they need, they already have. They have one another, and they have to go out there and be themselves, which is easier said than done when you're playing a team like the Netherlands. You know, Brandy, so much has been made of, of, of the, the youth on, on our squad. So many first-time uh, World Cup players. You look at them in that first match against Vietnam, though, they went 3-0. It, it didn't seem like a young team. Uh, have you been surprised at all considering their youth? Well, Craig, I think the question is a really good one. I think even though that they're World Cup newbies, they have been on the national team for a while. And so they've had big games. They've been playing in uh, professional leagues around the world. They, they are, they're new to the World Cup, which obviously is very exciting, as Alyssa Thompson said, you know, with players that they look up to. But they're professionals. And so they understand, you know, the routines of the, these types of games. And I think that they're not phased by what the World Cup is uh, presenting them. Brandy, there's 32 countries competing in the World Cup this year, which is the most ever. And you played in the inaugural one in 91. You led us to victory in 99. We watched that epic goal. What's it, what is it like for you to see how far the sport has come? Uh, of course, it warms my heart. I, I've been a big fan for 50 years. Uh. <laughs> Can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so, you know, to see it, Expon- it's exponential growth since 1999 is phenomenal and to watch this women's world cup with 32 teams with 14 new players like spain england netherlands brazil sweden germany japan all really potentially capable of winning this tournament to know that the women that women's soccer is leading the way for women's sports and women yes. in business and that we are making great change wherever we go and that we are the richest deepest well of talent that is out there and that television rights, sponsorships, mm-hmm. new teams like the Bay FC is happening right now. Mm-hmm. This is the best time to be a women's soccer team. Go, Brandy, go. All right, you kicked it off. Uh, we can't wait to see what happens tonight. Thank you again, Thank Brandy. You, Brandy. you can catch Team USA take on the Netherlands tonight. Coverage starts at 8.30 Eastern. Do not miss it. All right, feeling good about it. Oh, feeling feeling, good about feeling it. great. Yeah. Feeling good about the weather, too. Let's show you what we've got for today. We're going to have severe storms around the Great Lakes, hot and humid down through the Gulf, record warmth in the southwest, fire risk as you get into the interior sections of the Pacific Northwest. Best time of the morning. Come on, let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, pop star coming up. First, Mick Jagger. Today is practically a holiday if you are a music lover. The Rolling Stone is set to turn, believe it or not, 
80 years old. Morning News Now anchor Joe Fryer is here to help us celebrate. Let's go. Yeah, so you could say that last year, the Rolling Stones, they sort of had a birthday. They turned 60. Well, now their front man is celebrating eight decades on this planet with a vast majority of that time spent entertaining us with music and moves. And all signs suggest there's more to come. After 80 years, you've got to think Mick Jagger finally got at least some satisfaction. After all, he's a father of eight, has been knighted at Buckingham Palace, and leads one of the most successful bands in music history. A few years ago, Jagger told today how he measures satisfaction. Longevity is important, and uh, but you know, having fun is more important, possibly. <laughs> He's been having fun since the 60s, back when the Stones first appeared on Ed Sullivan. The song, Time is on my side. That wasn't just a cover. Those lyrics were a prophecy. Last year, the Stones celebrated their 60th anniversary by shimmying across Europe, a tour that stopped in 14 cities. Jagger told the Sunday Times, rock and roll or any type of pop music, honestly, isn't supposed to be done when you're in your 70s. It wasn't designed for that. To stay in shape, he said, I do dancing, gym, every day of the week. I don't enjoy it very much, but it has to be done. Just last month, his legendary moves, though slightly subdued, were spotted on the dance floor at a gala in New York. He had just attended the ballet with his partner of nine years, former ballerina Melanie Hamrick. She stopped by Hoda and Jenna and talked about the support she gets from Mick. We keep lifting each other up, and we just I remind, I just, I remind myself, like, you know, I'm not just someone's partner. Together, they have a six-year-old son, Devereaux, who clearly has his own moves like Jagger. So could we hear any other original tunes from the Stones in the near future? Well, this year, bandmate Keith Richards offered a hint. There's some new music on its way, and uh, hopefully you'll get to see you. New music at age 80? Proof that you can sometimes get what you want. Uh, so how's Jagger celebrating his 80th? Well, there were reports in British tabloids that a big swanky bash was planned, but no confirmation from his rep, so we'll have to wait and see. Maybe just a night at home dancing. Happy birthday, Mr. Fryer. Thank you, Mr. Jagger. Happy birthday. And quickly, Dolly Parton, as we mentioned, today marks one year out from the Paris Olympics. The country music legend is helping us celebrate. We can exclusively announce that Dolly is lending her voice to NBC's coverage of the Olympics with a special rock and roll coverage. By the way, that song is set to be featured on. on Dolly's upcoming album, Rockstar. It's out in November. Dolly, we love you. Love you, love you. Speaking of Olympic countdown, we're about to be surrounded by two USA hopeful stars. Coming up. We're back. It is 8.30 on this Wednesday morning. Not your typical Wednesday morning. No, no. Today, officially marking one year out from the Paris 2024 opening ceremony. And guys, who better to kick it off our countdown than some Olympic and Paralympic athletes who are right here on our plaza. First of all, let's give a big round of applause. Jordan, Jordan, you are a proud Olympic medalist. You've stood on the podium. You know what it feels like. Will you tell some of these other folks who are hoping to have that moment? What was it like for you? It's it's pretty incredible, you know, because you grow up watching the Olympics. I remember in 1996 watching Dan O'Brien and Michael Johnson win mm-hmm. the Olympic golds in, in Atlanta. And so for me to actually be on that stage and to have the medal placed around my neck, I had never even seen an Olympic gold until I won an Olympic gold. 
Um, so amazing experience, awesome, put a lot of work into it, was very happy. We've got so many Olympians here. I just want to make sure we get every everyone. We're going to go down the line, give us your name, give us your sport. Yeah, I'll start. My name is Jordan Burroughs. Um, I'm Olympic gold medalist and six-time world champion in freestyle wrestling. Boom. Jack okay. Reedon, Park and Street uh, men's yeah. competition. Uh -huh. Steve Sirio, Team USA wheelchair basketball, two-time Paralympic gold medalist. Way to go. Uh, Sunny Choi, breaking 2024 Olympic hopeful. Go, go, girl. Kim Crosby, para track and field and cycling. Yes. Colin Owls, two-time rugby uh, Olympian. Yeah, yes. come on. Trayvon Jennifer, two-time gold medalist, wheelchair basketball. Yes! And I'm Steele Johnson. I'm an Olympic silver medalist in diving. Yes! yes. The hardware is on, y'all. This is so great. How are you feeling going into the Olympic Games? Oh, I'm feeling great. Yeah, I'm feeling great. You know, I think that uh, it, it's crazy to feel like I have a, a, a deep appreciation and love for skateboarding still. I mean, we go through so much pressure being Olympians and competing for Team USA, but when we put that jersey on, it's just something else, man. I love it. <laughs> Steve, I got to ask you, because you got all this experience as a team captain in wheelchair basketball. <laughs> Any advice in terms of being a leader mm -hmm. on the U.S. Olympic team? I think you just called me old backhandedly. Sorry. <laughs> Get used to it, Steve. But honestly, uh, getting a chance to wear those three letters across your chest is a dream come true for any athlete. I have been to the last four Paralympic Games, two-time gold medalist, and there really is uh, nothing better than competing for your country. It's the greatest honor an athlete can ever have. And even though uh, Tokyo was bittersweet, it was an honor to be able to compete in the Tokyo Games, but without everybody in the crowd, it just had a different vibe. Yeah. And so it's going to be all hands, all hands on deck for Paris in 2024. Well, we got a crowd for you today. How about a little USA? USA! USA! Oh, you're going to have a big crowd there. We can't wait for Paris, y'all. Good luck to everybody. We wish you the best of luck. Can't wait to see you there. And by the way, our Olympic countdown does not end here. Kira Simmons and Mike Tirico, they drew the short straw. They are in Paris <laughs> oh. once again, getting an early start on the festivities. And coming up in just a few minutes, a first-hand look at how Paris is preparing for what is going to be an unforgettable experience for the athletes and the fans as mm -hmm. well. Cool. Plus, women's uh, editor, health editor-in-chief, Liz Plosser, will be here. She's ready to help you face the rest of the summer. This heat, she's got great swimsuits for every body type. And if you have, don't have plans to be near the water, what are you waiting for? We're going to help you out on the third hour with summer travel deals you can still score, including where you can find a bargain for a tropical beach vacation. I will take that, but before all that, how about the weather, Mr. Roker? All right, let's look ahead to the weekend, show you what we've got going on. Uh, heat wave in the Northeast starting off on Friday when the Mid-Atlantic State summer scorcher down south. Look for sunshine out to the west as we get into Saturday. Strong storms in the Northeast. Heat continues in the southwest. High humidity through the southeast. And then Sunday, Sunday, the heat wave will break in the Northeast and New England Great Lakes. Blistering heat, though, in the plains. Cooler by the coast along the West Coast. Don't forget, you can now stream your local NBC station live on Peacock, as well as all four hours of today. Head to PeacockTV.com slash local for more information. Did you see this group back here? Very first time in New York yeah. City. Yes. Where are you guys from? We're East, from Houston, Houston Texas. Texas. Well, we're happy you came. First time, hopefully not the last. Come back anytime. Coming up next, gymnastics, swimming, track and field. We're excited to see some of our favorite athletes get ready for the Paris Olympics. In fact, here, Mike Tirico, already in the City of Light with our one-year countdown. But first, this is today on NBC. Woo! 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Something bad has happened to mom. Streaming now on Peacock. Joy Delaney, mother of four, has gone missing. From the author of Big Little Lies and Nine Perfect Strangers. She will come back. You think we're this, like, big happy family? Oh, oh, oh. Have a confession. Starring Oscar nominee Annette Benning, Sam Neill, Jake Lacey, and Allison Brie. Secrets will poison any family, and what you don't know can hurt you. Apples never fall. Streaming now only on Peacock. Eight thirty-seven. Now we are back with our countdown to Paris, twenty twenty-four. Exactly one year from now, the opening ceremony of the Olympics will be getting underway. Organizers. Athlete fans, they're already getting ready. NBC's Keir Simmons joining us now from the shadow of the Eiffel Tower. Keir. Keir. Hey, hey, Craig. Hey, guys. Good morning to you. The IOC president this morning describing this as a new era, giving us more details, for example, of how they plan to incorporate the beautiful sights of this city in the games as they move along. And down below the Eiffel Tower there, we have a live shot of this for you. The Olympic clock is now ticking. You'll see it says 366 days, not 365. That's, of course, because next year is a leap year. But what an amazing Olympic year it's set to be. This morning in Paris, the Olympic dream becoming reality. Usain Bolt joining the celebrations on the Seine, helping unveil the 2024 Olympic torch. Boats have been taking part in test runs for an historic opening ceremony. It's beautiful. <laughs> the design of the torch, inspired by water. The Olympic flame will be carried underneath the Eiffel Tower for an opening ceremony like no other. Athletes on boats like this one as thousands line the banks of the Seine. It's going to be amazing. Pamela Combastet, a New Yorker who lives here now, hoping to be a torchbearer. I just think it would just be incredible to be part of that wonderful human chain. The Paris 2024 slogan, Games Wide Open. The venue's expecting huge numbers of spectators, more than 10 million. 120 miles of rail lines, costing over a billion dollars, will carry them across the city sustainably, organizers say. We'll encourage people to walk. We'll encourage people to take public transportation. And announced just this week, a unique Champions Plaza by the Eiffel Tower for the public to meet medal winners. Recent protests across France, soaring temperatures in Europe and high ticket prices haven't soured the excitement, according to Paris 2024. I can only imagine um, the amount of people who line these banks uh, for miles, so I'm excited, you know what I mean? The fastest man in the world, planning to be a spectator next year with his three young children, though as competitive as ever. Which country is going to win more medals, France or Jamaica? Definitely Jamaica. I'm okay, really I bet. I bet with you. <laughs> I'm guessing, guys, that Team USA may have a few things to say about that. Now, I talked about a new era. Look at this. They're out with the new swag. 
How about that? Oh. Très chic, right? It looks good. Very good. Ah, très bien. All right. Thank you, Kier. <laughs> All right. Also with us from Paris, who else? NBC uh, Olympic primetime host, the man, Mike Tirico. Tirico, let's break down some of these sports. Let's talk swimming to start. Katie Ledecky won her first gold. I remember her sure. in London. She was 15. She'll be 27 in Paris. Is she expected to win gold? And how does the swim team look? She's still going, Hoda. It's amazing. Katie Ledecky, the world championships are going on right now in Japan, and she has won another world championship, equally Michael Phelps, and number of world championships over a span that uh, they have won. So she is in rare air when it comes to not just U.S. swimming, but all swimming. Now, in those distance events, she still remains the heavy favorite, but in some of the shorter events, quote shorter, like 400 meters, for example, uh, there's a definite great competitor in Ariane Tippis from Australia who set a world record and beat Katie Ledecky at these world championships. So this will be a very interesting Olympics with competition for the U.S. in the pool, but figure Katie Ledecky to be right there and probably on the podium one more time. Mike, it's Jacob. I got to ask you about gymnastics. Everybody is talking about gymnastics because they've got a lot of familiar faces expected to return. Simone, number one, she's competing in the U.S. Classics, I think this month. How does she stack up against the current class of U.S. uh, gymnasts? I should just turn to Hoda because she has all the gymnastics <laughs> every time we're at the Olympics. Oh, no. But uh, no, da- no doubt Simone Biles next weekend, not this coming weekend, but the following weekend outside of Chicago, competing in an elite competition, any competition for the first time since we saw her in Tokyo three years ago. That will have the eyes of the gymnastics world focused on that event as she tries to come back. Remember, she won five medals in the, in the games before that in Rio. Two, none of them gold when she was favored to win five golds in Tokyo. And we remember all of the issues she had. But it was pretty dramatic last month or so when she said she's going to come back. So, Simone, Suni Lee, there are a ton of names. It's not that big a team. Yeah. There's a lot of talent. It's going to be a very interesting 52 weeks for sure. Hey, Mike, so we've talked gymnastics. We've talked swimming. Let's talk track. Always a big one for Team USA as well. Noah Lyles just broke that yeah. huge record recently. How does our track squad look, Mike? Looks really good, Craig. You know, I think one thing we're going to see with a lot of the teams, a lot of familiar names, because instead of four years between games, when the Tokyo games got pushed back to 2021, that meant a three-year gap. So a lot of the athletes, like Noah Lyles, like Sydney McLaughlin-Lavroni, incredible athlete for the women in 400 meters. She won the hurdles in the 400 meters in Tokyo. She's been competing in the 400 flat without the hurdles and has a chance to compete in that event at a gold medal level as well. I think we're going to see a lot of people turn right back around. Three years is less than four. And we're going to see, I think, a great performance like we did in Tokyo from the U.S. track and field team. That'd be great. So, Mike, basketball. I mean, we've had such a legacy uh, when it comes to gold medals. What What's the team looking like? What are their chances this time around? Well, Al, the women's basketball team has always been so good. They have won seven straight gold medals. They have a chance for eight unprecedented when you're talking team sports. Uh, we know, watching the WNBA, how many talented players there are. The real roots of Title IX from over 50 years ago shows itself so well in soccer and especially in basketball. And on the men's side, I got one for you. Steph Curry's done everything. Uh, NBA MVP, multiple NBA world champion, hole-in-one and winner of the Celebrity Golf Tournament in Mexico and Tahoe. But he's never competed in the Olympics. So Steph Curry in the Olympics would just add to this entire flair that we're going to see here in Paris. Uh, I, I can tell you, being here the last three or four days, had dinner last night with the mayor of Paris and the head of the IOC, the energy for this 
is so palpable and so real, mm-hmm. and we're already 366 days away. Yes. Mike cool. Tirico. Notice how he name dropped. Oh, I just had dinner with the man. <laughs> oh, look at me. I'm Mike Tirico. Oh, ooh, la la la. I'm just a reporter. I'm just a reporter sharing facts with my friends in the morning. That's all I'm doing. It's important reporting. Don't listen to him, Mike. Don't listen to him. It's jealousy. That's what it is. Safe travels, Mr. Tirico. There you go. See you, Mike. Oh, man. Uh, And by the way, folks, here's your reminder. Save the date. The Paris Olympics and Paralympics coming to NBC and Peacock next July. I'm officially excited. Let's, Let's go. go. I know. You too, me too. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, still ahead. We're checking out swimsuits for all body types and all occasions to get you through the rest of this very hot summer. But first, this is Today on NBC. Welcome back this morning on Today's Style Summer Swimsuits, which will come in handy if you're taking a dip to beat this brutal heat. So here to walk us through some great options for every body type and every price point is our friend, Liz Plosser. She's the editor-in-chief of Women's Health. Liz, good to see you. Great to be so here. So it's still a time you can get good deals on swimsuits even now as summer is kind of... This is the best time, actually. Is there it? are so many sales and discounts happening, and we still have a lot of summer left, and it's very hot out. So okay. we have four excellent ones. So if you today. like water activities, you've got to get the bathing suit that Phyllis is modeling for us today. Talk about this suit. Yeah. Yes, this is amazing. Come on. This is so cute. Phyllis is rocking the one-piece racerback from Fabletics. Mm-hmm. It's got support and compression built in exactly where you want it. Love it. Phyllis has amazing sculpted shoulders, and I think this silhouette is just perfect for that body type. Phyllis, have you been doing pull-ups or something? I don't know what she's doing. She's almost 60 years old, if you can believe it. By the way, Phyllis used to be a police officer, and this is her other career. We're so into Phyllis. It's great, it's sporty, and it's beautiful. Thank you, Phyllis. All right, if you want just a cute one piece, let's bring out Arlie. Hey, Arlie. Hey, Arlie. I love it. How adorable is this bright green color? Wow, I love it. I'm loving it. It's got this halter top to um, give you some extra support up high. And I love the cutouts here, which give you just a little bit of skin and exposure at the most flattering spot you could possibly want them. Arlie, that's good. And you see all the price points are... They're They're very reasonable. reasonable. Again, look for sales. Lots of discounts happening right now. Yeah, this one's $75, which is not bad at all for that beautiful bathing suit. This is from Kalia, Carrie Underwood's brand. Oh, Yes. I love yes. her brand. Yes. All right, Arlie. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's get into the two-piece department. We've got Whitney. Whitney is rocking this cute, sporty two-piece. I love wow. this. This is from I've never um, seen Walmart, a actually, like that. the Tried and True brand. Yeah. It's got this cute knot on the front, and there's another one on the back of her waistline. What I love about it, this is such a great trend. She could put on some drawstring pants or high-waisted linen trousers and wear this out to brunch, dinner, dancing. I'm actually doing the same with my suit today. This is a left on Friday top that I've paired with my suit. Wait, what? Yes. That's a bathing suit this top is a bathing and your suit. suit? That's right. This is an argent suit, left on Friday top, but you can do this with one pieces, with crop top tees like Whitney has on. And it's Whitney, can to, you show us yeah. just the, the shoulders? Because it looks like a tee. Like, that's yeah. so cute. Super cute. I'm into that. All right, Walmart. That's a great one. Whitney, thank you. All right. Our final model is Tendrina. She yes. has got a cool tie-dye look. Is that pattern in, by the way, this time? This, this, this neon year? tie-dye is so cool. It is trending right now. It looks mm. awesome with her skin tone. Actually, anybody could pull this off. This is the Babe Watch, and it's totally giving me Babe Baywatch <laughs> vibes. I love the high-waisted leg, that tank scoop neckline. 
And all of our ladies have sandals on from Reef. You think of them for flip-flops, but they're making these super fashion-forward sandals. That are, they're so cute and comfortable, and they're all wearing these Gooder sunglasses, which range from about $25 to $35. They stay put. Super cute. But they're called colors. Gooder? Gooder. G-O-O-D-R. Those are super. So Let's bring out all of our models. Yeah, and we should out, point out, guys, I feel like summer's going to be one of those things that starts in July and now ends in September. It's going to go a lot longer, so there's more need for bathing suits later Absolutely. in the season. We got a lot left. And as we, we said, Right. Great for every body type. Uh, and they're just gorgeous. You guys, thank you so much. And to snag the swimsuits and for even more favorites, all you have to do is head to today.com slash shop. We should mention that today does earn a small commission from the purchases. Thanks, Dennis. We appreciate it. All right. We'll be back in a moment. But first, this is Today on NBC. Jagger's 80th birthday a few minutes ago. Mr. Roker, how about we do some more? In 20 years, Mick Jagger on a Smucker's jar. Yeah. <laughs> Fabulous. All right, let's spin those jars, see who we got today. First up, a happy 100th birthday to Gloria Brooks. She's a world traveler from Queens, New York, one of the first Americans to go to China in the 1970s. Holly Jackson of East St. Louis, Illinois, is 100. He is known as the Candy Man, worked at a candy distribution center for over 40 years. Wow. Happy birthday, sir. All right, happy 100th birthday to Dorothy Burris, better known as Aunt Doc from Whiting, New Jersey. She taught organ lessons and was loved by all of her students. Mm-hmm. Marianne Zamiti of Belmont, Massachusetts is 100, a proud graduate of Emanuel College and Tufts University. Barbara Baker is from Richfield, Connecticut, a retired concert cellist is 100. She says the secret to longevity, never giving up. And happy 100th birthday to Rita Sullivan, a tech-savvy lady from Chicago. When she was 95, she told her son she was tired from staying up too late on Pinterest. <laughs> That's right. So she moved to Minecraft. All right. Before we get out of here, i got a quick crowd moment over oh, here. Okay. I am looking for Chloe, Chloe, Chloe. Oh, Chloe. Where are you from? Um, Buffalo. So, I, how old are you, by the way? I'm nine. Nine years old. And I understand you had a school assignment recently where you had to create an image of someone you admired. Is that right? Yeah. And and who did you who did you bring to life? Um, I did Hoda. Do you happen to have a picture of what you created? Yeah. Can I see it? Oh, 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 this is Chloe. Oh, that's Hoda Copy? Yeah. That's, Hoda pr- never that's pretty better. spot on. Oh, look at that. That's pretty spot Same on, Chloe. Wow. Chloe, meet Hoda. Hoda, Chloe. Chloe, you're the sweetest. I can't believe you did that. Oh. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. This is so touching and beautiful. I think we look the same. Yeah. Thank you, well Chloe. Done. Beautiful. All right. Later on Hoda and Jenna, we got a celebrity photographer who's becoming a rising star. He's just 10 years old. First on the third hour, money matters. Everything you need to know when it comes to insurance for your home, your car, even your pet. All that. You're so sweet. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 